1 to 3 p.m. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. Lifetime Live with Griselda Dudumashe. Oh, but um, things that our uh, society is going through, what our children are going through, and uh, that's Philip Dabane reminding us, Nwanawalila. And uh, this afternoon, we're looking at the cries of uh, unemployed black graduates. And joining me in studio uh, is Zipo Majova, who is a, a public policy honors graduate at the University of Cape Town, and I hope she is employed. <laughs> This is painful. Yes. This is really, really painful. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me and good afternoon to the listeners at home. And and thank you for penning this. From degree to internship to unemployment, this is the life of a black graduate. And and I love it that um, you're saying let's not trivialize it and just talk about unemployed graduates as if we don't know where the actual problem is. Exactly. How big a problem is this statistically? Um, it is a crisis. And I think firstly, when I was very surprised when the, 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 the kind of reception that I got when I wrote that, that piece, because for me, I realized that one, it's either South Africa is really misinformed mm. about what's happening in South Africa, or two, it means that so many people resonated to the piece. And for me, that means we have a crisis. Yeah. And, 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 and I think for me, when I wrote it, I wrote from my place of truth. So let me first start there. So to answer your question, Cece, no, I'm unemployed. So I wrote that piece from my place of truth. I was at a point where I was frustrated Mm. and I decided to use um, my frustration as a source of inspiration. And so I was inspired to write. Um, And I think for me, I was trying to say that we need to look at graduate unemployment at a deeper level and mm. not at a surface level and understand that there are deeper socioeconomic barriers yeah. that are preventing black graduates from, from finding jobs. And I'm glad that um, you talking about this is, is for me, it's it, more than it is an opinion piece um, and, and factual as in uh, reflecting what our society is going through, but for me it's personal. Yes. So so take me through, there you were, it's your last year in, in whatever you're doing your before you even get to honors because i'm sure um you you finish your third year and you're thinking okay life is going to get better and you have to go back and do honors you have to go back and do masters yes because seemingly nothing is giving yes and and you must understand sissy that first of all when you do your honors there's already um this this idea that even if you if you make it to honors as a black student already that's a privilege so now you're glad that you made into honors Mm. you know you are one of the few Mm. um out of the many and so you get into honors and you do your honors and all of a sudden you realize oh no but i'm not getting a job and so now there's this there's this culture where oh no let me do my masters now you have all of these degrees you have your Masters then you're going to end up being overqualified. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 for me, that is that is a crisis that we are sitting at, and we then need to say, what can we do to solve this? Yeah. So, what is your assessment on on initiatives like um, hire a graduate? For me, it really pains me. I drive through a traffic light, and I see a child who chose better. Mm. Um, we're fighting for various rights of people who choose various lifestyles and this one chooses education and they have to still stand at a traffic light with a board that I, I need a job. And that is dehumanizing. 
I need to put it out there. That is dehumanizing. It is not okay for somebody to go to school and pay hundreds of thousands. Because education in this country is not cheap. Precisely. And I go to UCT where approximately it's 100K a year. Mm, mm, And mm. now you need to stand at a stop street and beg to get a job. And let's say, fine, there's going to be somebody who's going to give you a job, right? And, for example, there was a case where um, this young girl, she stood at the robots. I think she had a a degree in engineering. And Cecil offered her a job, which was great. But also for me, the question is then, must we all stand at a stop street? Mm. Must we all write pieces? Mm. Must we all write groundbreaking articles in order for us to get a job? And that's only a few. And for me, it's it's then saying that that that's a problem and it is not okay. So... I mean, for those who believe that um, people are crazy, they are lazy, they don't want to work, how accessible is the job market? For for someone who's listening to this conversation, because I I know that there are those opinions that, yeah, especially black people, you are spoiled, you just want to be given things. Yeah. How accessible is the job market? It is very much highly inaccessible. Well, at least from from my point of view, Um, when I sat down and I wrote that piece, First of all, I speak about how I dissect it. I say that from the job-seeking process, it's an ostracizing process because, one, you need, to, um, you need the internet cafe mm. and you need to understand that the average black graduate does not necessarily live in a metropolitan area. Yeah, because data ha- hasn't fallen yet. No, 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 it hasn't fallen. And that data must fall is a very serious thing mm. because South Africa's data prices are very exorbitant. Mm. So now you need to travel to the internet cafe, you need to come back. And then we need to understand that you're also going to do that quite often. And that is, is, is another problem. And then you get this internship. And then all of a sudden, the prerequisites of the internship are completely ridiculous. Yeah, man. As, you, as I was reading through your piece, yes. I received a, a CETA offering. I'm not going to mention with CETA, which CETA, with a list of qualifications and and. and for 5,000 rands. Imagine. Someone buys a pair of shoes for 5,000 rands. Imagine. And, and those are the kind of things. And I say that, that black graduates are forced to either work for free or to, to, you know, to, to either say that, all right, I don't have a choice. You know, I'll, 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 ta- I'll take the 5,000 rand. I'll take mm. the intern. Mm. And then what happens then, my biggest, my biggest concern, Cece, is that with the internships mm. is that what happens after the internship? There's a recurring culture where young graduates are very frustrated. You get into this internship for three to six months. You get paid a lousy 5,000 rand or, you know, and the next thing, it's over. Mm. You go back home and you wait for another internship and you wait for another internship. And you have those cousins who chose different mm. and who are looking at you now and think, where's your education now? Mm. All right, if we're taking your calls straight after this, we have to pay the bills. And uh, also to remind you that uh, we are going to give away two VIP tickets, uh, one night accommodation for you and your partner. And uh, for bookings, you can join www.betrudhotel.co.za. And the question we ask, simple question. All right, let me first tell you who's going to be performing. Um, Songbed Lady Zama, supported by Nogukanya, and uh, as well as uh, the Music School of Gauteng Jazz Orchestra. And this is happening at Beechwood uh, Executive Hotel in Boxbeck. And the question is, who's going to be performing? We'll be right back. Call Griselda now, 0891-104-207.
And right now we're having a discussion about uh, the plight of uh, black unemployed graduates and uh, um, facing a, a variety of challenges and uh, looking at uh, an opinion piece that uh, was written uh, by Zipo Majova, who was writing from a personal experience and uh, she has public policy honors uh, degree from the University of Cape Town and I hope by the end of this conversation she'll be employed. Um, and that's just me, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> I received uh, I it's way better than standing at a traffic light. Use your wisdom um, to influence change and be the change that you want to see. If we say these things, let's make it possible for our graduates. We're taking your calls um, right now. But let, let's then talk about, um, to, to those who are asking about the many internship programs that are available, um, why don't you just access those internships and uh, humble yourself? Because there's a notion that as a black graduate or any graduate, mm, uh, yes. you have high expectations. Yeah, that is completely problematic simply because, for example, let's look at, for example, another thing that I did in my article is that I looked at policies in South Africa. Mm. I said that from GEAR to um, the National Development Plan, and now recently we have um, the initiative by President Cyril Maposa, which is the YES initiative. Mm. And I say, for example, the government says that um, it is going to incentivize companies and SMMEs for, for black graduates to be um, employed for one year, right? And so my problem with that is that in this country, we have a culture of ticking boxes mm. where companies are going to say, oh no, but we've had internships. No, but we, our ratings of broad um, um, based, based black, black economic empowerment. empowerment. Yeah. You see, we are ticking boxes. And then once we tick boxes, we let you go. But what about the challenges as well that uh, as Zipo, you get into this corporate environment, people who have been working there mm. um, post apartheid who don't have uh, educational qualifications uh, of any form but have uh, experience. Yeah. Uh, does that not, in a way, create animosity? towards young graduates as you um, offer yourself for internship uh, and and i mean as a senior you get to be asked to do copying uh, of of policies to make tea for your boss yeah yeah i mean i would i would hope that it shouldn't i think for me that as as a young person i'm there to learn i'm there to feed off from you i don't think there should be a hostile relationship between the two parties instead we should be there to help each other so i don't necessarily think that my job as an intern is to learn of course i'm there to learn i'm there to grasp and feed off information and 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 sort of go higher up the ranks and 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 reach sis Criselda's, you know um i'm um, level and i don't think there should be animosity between the two um parties all right let's take your calls right now uh, tabo you're joining us from midrand good afternoon yeah, good afternoon how are you i'm awesome how are you i'm good man i just wanted to highlight that i'm the first time i'm calling for my SAFM. Welcome and Welcome. make sure that this is not the last, right? Yeah, but there's one rule though. <laughs> we switch off the radio. Uh, the radio is off. I'll just move to a different direction because I was listening from my cell phone. Ah. All right. Your contribution, Tabo. Just because you told me it's, uh, it's different now. It's much different now. Thank you. Much better now. Yeah. Firstly, uh, thank you for taking my call. And i also like to highlight this. Um, I did not get the opportunity to go to varsity. I had matriculated uh, in 2006. Even though I had managed to 
to uh, establish and uh, open up an NGO that is currently, you know, uh, has given in of uh, 340 uh, individuals job opportunities, of which some are getting paid stipends. As young as I am, mm. I'm still struggling to to find you know to find funding so that you know I can be able to assist in terms of giving in terms of opportunities to those who are uh, willing to you not know, to pay part. Understand? I understand. I had to as much as. Sorry for a moment. Oh, Peter. As much as times are hard and, you know, the economic situation is just escalating, I had to settle for working right now. I'm working currently as a security guard, trying to get a source of income so that I can just balance, you know, things for the non-profit organization so that I'll be, you know, able to get funding. So I get it, it's hard and even worse for those who have, you know, went for varsity and, uh, you know, a lot of expectation is put on them, understand? And, and I'm just, what you guys are speaking about has touched me a lot mm. because a lot of expectation has been put off on those who have been to varsity and stuff, yeah. understand? And the environment so, yeah. is not supportive um, in any way. Thank you. Supportive. Thank you very much, Tabo. And, uh, you know, to everyone who says right now, I'm, I'm just going to respond to everyone and not respond individually, that we're saying 5,000 rands is dehumanizing. Uh, the conversation is about it shouldn't even be that you earn 5,000 rands post-graduating. It shouldn't be. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that the environment is, is offering that, um, trying to mitigate a situation, an unfortunate situation of graduates who are unemployed. It shouldn't even be 5,000 rands is too little for a person with two degrees and, and more. Um, and, and for those who are saying, but it's my hustle, uh, why are you saying it's, it's, it's being dehumanized? Uh, it's dehumanizing. It's not in any way saying people shouldn't hustle. You shouldn't have to struggle. Uh, once you've chosen to go to school and that's where we're coming from and um yeah sms's please don't call five thousand rands uh, lousy it is lousy when you've been educated uh, to have a better brighter uh, future and I, I know for a fact that uh, the people who work at my house the negotiation skills have upped them in such a way that sometimes i regret 5,000 is not enough. And and therefore, we need to create a better environment for students. All right, so let's take the news headlines. When we return, all you holding, thank you. We appreciate each and every one of you. We are going to be, um, we'll strive to take your calls. And uh, there are some who are saying that uh, your point is on point. All right, uh, let's take Uzi Lesak with the news headlines. Thanks, Kusalda. Good afternoon. We start with breaking news. Eight buses have been burnt at a Metro bus satellite station in Eldorado Park in the south of Johannesburg. We'll have details in our later bulletins. Police have made arrests in the second drug bust in two weeks. In the latest incident, three suspects are expected to appear in court soon after they were bust in connection with a drug manufacturing lab. The first was in Harding in Guazulu Natal, where drugs were also discovered in a secluded farm. And Rhodes University in Mac- 
Makanda in the Eastern Cape has refuted EFF claims that four women were expelled from the institution for life after they participated in protests against gender-based violence. Details at 2 o'clock. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. All right, uh, yeah, the conversation continues uh, behind the scenes as well. And thank you so much uh, for tuning in. We're taking your calls right now on 0891-104-207 and uh, WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107, SAFM at uh, SAFM Lifetime Live. Uh, that's our Twitter uh, handle. And uh, you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And SMS 40938 charged at 150. Let's take your calls right now. My uh, guest in studio is Zipo Majova who wrote an opinion piece and uh, talking about uh, um, the plight of uh, black unemployed graduates and that's what we're reflecting on uh, right now. Uh, let's take Khojane in Kronstadt. Good afternoon. How are you, man? I'm great. Thank you, Dad. Thank you. Look, uh, it's so painful uh, uh, what, what our youth and the graduates are going through. Uh, you know, the answer... I believe the answer to job creation to youths or graduates is not a straight line like from A to B. We don't supposed to, to move like a door or like a window in one directional. Mm. We need we need to, to have in our mind uh, a saying that any road will lead us there. Any road will lead us there. Uh, if if it be be on the street with a placard, if it be somewhere with anything that will lead you to get job. You you have to do it. Okay. But one other important thing is that we need to encourage uh, those that are unemployed to have a culture of entrepreneurship. It's very important that yeah. we, we get out of 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 of, of the so-called uh, 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 the only uh, thing to survive is to get a job somewhere. If we become entrepreneurship, I see. I believe somehow when we were growing up, each one of us. We could we could trace it there. Some of you used to go and sell sweets in in the cinemas, uh, in the uh, oranges when uh, I mean schools are playing and uh, sure. running. We need to encourage the the culture of entrepreneurship. Thank you, That's just my, interp- uh, my my contribution. Thank you, appreciated. Mchogozi uh, sin Pumalanga. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sister Salda. Mm. How are you doing? Good, thank you, sir. No, thank you so much. Uh, actually, thank you for taking my call. It's uh, actually one of the saddest things that we have I- in our country. I would like to say thanks to Uzi for, for bringing this thing and being the voice of the voiceless. Uh, it actually it became a norm that the graduates should suffer. It's, it's actually the thing that is existing in South Africa, but it's a sad thing. But I want mm-hmm. to raise uh, three points, Chris Elder, then I'll, I'll go off. Sure. I, I want to went at, uh, for, for, for the Department of Education in, in KZN as an administrator. Mm. What they were doing there, they were bringing these learners that they have to do the practicals instead of hiring people that will assist us with, with uh, actually, because there were vacant jobs, but they didn't fill those jobs. They were just uh, taking these students who were doing practicals or that they're doing leadership. After six months, they go, they put another one. That's the thing that they were doing. Mm. Secondly, but how sustainable uh, is that? How do they access um, uh, f- financing for, uh, even if they want to start a business, post that, if uh, you know that you're only going to work for six months? I, 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 I don't know, but they were doing that mm. as, as part of training 
bringing the students to, to, to us at the school where I was working as an administrator. Sure. We trained them how to do administrative work. Then right. after six months, they're done with their practical. They put another one instead mm. of hiring them mm. and filling the post. And that's exactly I'm, what I'm um, Zippo was saying. Thank you, Mtogozis. Let's uh, take uh, Jackson in KZN. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, I just want to comment on this uh, situation uh, regarding graduates. Sure. You know, um, I sense that there's a form of entitlement. I know that studying is is a big thing and we a lot of people actually go out and try and get a degree, but we don't actually look at what the market needs at the time. So, yes, it's nice to study, and yes, it's nice to have a degree, but if your degree is not needed in the marketplace, and I blame the government for not going into schools and letting them know these are the needed um, you know, degrees in the marketplace at the time. Sure. So, but at the same time, if you have a degree, it doesn't mean that you should be earning in excess of 20,000 on your first attempt at finding a job, you need to work and still, you know, even if you're earning 2,000 that a month with a degree, it's okay. You've got to get your foot in the door no matter what the situation is. Thank you, Jackson. You can't expect, you can't expect things to, you can't expect to earn lots of money straight away. It's impossible. Sure, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm going to allow you to respond to all this, uh, Zippo, because uh, what I'm sensing is uh, we've. it's okay that we accept mediocre. And yeah. uh, that's yeah. from where yeah. I stand. All right, uh, there's an SMS. Uh, good day, Chris Alda. I want to say that I love and understand what your guest is uh, talking about. Um, but uh, people find, uh, can people find out why is it that uh, white kids don't even get an internship but go straight to the workplace and start working and why and how does the does it happen that someone needs uh, to answer this uh, because uh, it's it, it's heartbreaking to see our black sisters and brothers suffering like this uh, please Sissy, look into this we need to have someone responding to this you know um so it hurts me when 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 i hear such comments because i think for one um we as, and I think maybe it's a black, it's a black mentality. I think we've been socialized to accept the bare minimum. Um, we've been socialized to think. Somebody said that standing at a robot is a hustle. That is not a hustle. Getting an engineering degree and standing at a robot is not a hustle. I need to clear that out. That is somebody resorting. That is somebody saying, that is my last option. I have tried A, B, and C. And therefore, right now, I'm going to stand at the robots to, to, to actually say, you know, this is my problem. And I need somebody to come to my help. And, and I think, secondly, um, around, you know, useless degrees or, you know, whatever the argument is, I think, you know, fine, to a certain degree, I understand that unemployment is intersectional. There are so many factors and variables that contribute. But I think it's a fallacy to stand on that argument because there are people with law degrees. There are people with conventionally accepted degrees that are unemployed. And so what do we say to them? You know, what do we say to, to people, um, graduates with, with such degrees? So I think for me, that's, that's also important in, in understanding that. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for that contribution. And I guess I need to take Anton Marshall's uh, tweet as well. Uh, Zippo makes a, a, a point about a culture of ticking boxes. Yes. It is a deep issue uh, that goes to the heart of a social problem um, planted at a primary and secondary level and exploited by business. Ah, oh, that's 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 literally exactly how I would have put it. Thank you.
Thank you, Sister Contact Chisada. details. Where do we find you so we can give you a job? <laughs> uh, my email is zipomachova at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm zipomchanagazimachova. And if anyone wants my contact details, they can just call the studio. And you graduated, you qualified as? Um, public policy honors graduate. Oh, but my, my graduation is going to happen in December. Still, still, yeah. still. We're waiting for those pics and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and let those pics be not just a memory. Yes. Um, that is fruitless. Of right? course, of course. Thank you. And, and where do we find your piece? Um, my piece is on the Daily Maverick. Um, so just search Zippo Majova, um, Daily Maverick, and it'll come out. 500 reactions. Mm. Yeah. So, Casalda, so, yesterday, something very yesterday it was 7.8K shares. Wow. Wow. Let's not just share, but talk about it yes. and bring meaningful solutions. And I think for me, I'm happy that we, we're starting a dialogue yeah. and we are getting angry about these issues. You've touched our feelings. Thank so you. So let's borrow from Muzonke. Let's talk about <laughs> feelings. Yes.